This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we invite a new guest down into the basement for insights on how we can manage conflict in our lives just a little better. Her name is Julie Daroshinsky, and she is a certified professional co-active coach. On the more personal side, she dishes out on the latest scuttlebutt in her small town of Sudbury, Massachusetts. And she's also Liz's cousin. She's a lot of things, but most of all, she's entertaining. Also, we have a leaf blower controversy brewing in town. And there's a new term the kids are using. And we have tips on how not to be annoying on social media. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Some people enjoy yard work. For everybody else, there's Mario's Lawn Care. And by Park Street Books. Read, play, unplug. Small Town Scuttlebots. Well, hey, how you doing? It's Rick Fink Jr. Across the table from me is Liz Daly. She's the co-host of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Liz, what's going on? Oh, well, Rick, I come to you this morning with an allergic reaction. I've got hives on my face. You do? super hot. Yeah, so, <laughs> which I think I've effectively covered with makeup. However, mm-hmm. as a woman of a certain age, I need to use anti-aging products on mm-hmm. my face, right? Yep. So I recently purchased a deep wrinkle serum that has retinol in it. And on the instructions, it says just to use it like a couple times a week to start. So, mm-hmm. you know, your face gets used to it and your skin gets used to it. And then you can build up to every day. And I was like... That applies to everybody else, not me. Yeah. And these wrinkles got to go. Yep. So I've been using it every day. And now my face is like, stop using it. <laughs> That's amazing, Liz, because <laughs> you're going to be surprised by what I have to say. Okay. Two things. Yes. Number one, mm-hmm. I was going to say to you earlier before we started the show that you look really good today. Thank you, Rick. Like, like you know, uh, and that's speaking respectful. You know, like, <laughs> damn, damn, girl. Damn, girl, you're really bringing it. Coming in hot. <laughs> you are hot. <laughs> you're hot AF-less. <laughs> no, you, I, maybe, you know, I think it might be the hair and the outfit. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah. And I don't see hives. All right, good. And I don't see wrinkles. Thank you. So I don't. So I don't know. Let's see. Maybe I just deal with the hives. Yeah, you need when your face says stop using it, you need to tell your face to deal with it. I exactly. Have, Rick says I have no wrinkles. Right. I know. Maybe it's like my body saying, just age gracefully, you old hag. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't do it, Rick. <laughs> oh, I put a funny uh, facial product on my face this morning. I couldn't find oh. my shaving cream, so I used my wife's shaving cream. So if What's I, the difference? Uh, I realized nothing. Okay. Just the packaging. <laughs> I mean, it smelled different. That's the difference. Mm. It smelled like you guys have to put a floral thing on everything. Right. And I don't know why, because it's coming off your face and you're not going to go walking around the rest of the day with this. Oh, what are you wearing? (laughs) I'm wearing Gillette. You know, that's my hot take. You look good. Thank you. Your face looks just fine. You don't have any hives. (laughs) So what's going on with you? Uh, Just a little continuation of my phone. I haven't gotten the phone fixed. Okay. I was going to ask you, have you upgraded and did you notice a difference with the... No. The autocorrect. No. no. Okay. No. It just it's it's now legit screwing with me. The other night, my son and I were watching March Madness basketball. My son won the pool, by the way. No way. Yeah, he won That's the, awesome. He won the neighborhood pool. Uh huh. Anyway, because we're up to eleven, I texted Leslie 
mm-hmm. and my daughter, who were at a dance competition overnight, I took a picture of me, my son, and my dog on the couch, <laughs> and I texted, the Fink boys are up till 11 tonight. Fink boys was changed to gunk bots. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone officially hates you. <laughs> the gunk bots are up till 11 tonight is what I sent. So is that the, the new nickname for you, Charlie and Rax, when you hang out? It's like, gunk bots night. Yeah. Or, or it's like, it's time to go, gunk bots, unite. <laughs> I am a gunk bot. Oh my God, that's fantastic. I think Apple officially hates you. Yeah, I don't even know like why you even thought that. Right. You know, this, whatever I spelled, just stay with it, because it's probably going to be closer to what you're guessing. Yes. Gunk bots. Gunk bots. Anyway. It's a new one. Mm-hmm. So I have, I know recently I brought the term Riz to the podcast. Yeah. So I've got a new vocabulary oh, word lo- to share this week. <laughs> I love this. We should make it a segment because. Is well, it- there's so many. And I feel like these are the words that are being used by our kids mm-hmm. and we need to know what they mean. Oh, sure. So as I've also discussed on this podcast, my daughter likes to make fun of my appearance. And so she recently was telling me that I should use a different makeup brand. And she was talking about Selena Gomez's makeup brand and whatever. Hmm. And so I was like, that's all right, Aves. You know, I think I'm okay with the products that I have. And she says, what, you don't want to look snatched? And I go, (gasps) what did you just say to me? And she goes, snatched. And I was like, do I want to become a victim of human trafficking? No, thank you. What are you talking about? She's like, ugh, boomer. So snatched, because I Googled it, (laughs) is taking the place of perfect, on point, or fashionable. Girl, your outfit is snatched. Your makeup's snatched. They just hating because I'm always snatched. <laughs> so, Liz, if we back up, if we rewind the tape yeah. and redo it, I say your outfit is snatched. Completely. You, you look yes, snatched that today. would have been an on-point observation. <laughs> so, listeners, if you hear your kids talking about looking snatched or, oh, that outfit is snatched, it's actually a compliment. It yeah. does not sound like one, in my opinion. Yeah. But, so there. I'm bringing it to the table. I'm educating this is how we will know what our children are talking about. That's amazing. <laughs> I'd like to also defend you when your daughter calls you Boomer. You need to correct her that you are from, mm-hmm. you are Gen from X. Gen X, the best generation. It is. It is sandwiched <laughs> between the two worst generations, mm-hmm. by the way. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not being uh, prejudiced here or anything, but we got the most uh, entitled, oversized, overpopulated yes. Yes. generation. <laughs> and then we got like, actually, you know what? The millennials are... I've noticed they've kind of been maturing. They've been phasing well, out. Well, they're getting the, older, and they, so therefore, they're, you know. They're, they're figuring things out. Yes. Like they five years ago, six years ago, oh, millennials. Right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, so now it's the it's the Gen Zs that, yes. are, that are really acting crazy. Uh, all right, what do we have now? So let's talk about our one of our favorite topics on this mm-hmm. podcast, comedy. Oh, yeah, comedy. Small Town Scuttlebutt is bringing the Boston comedy experience to the small town of Medfield without the hassles of traffic and parking and you'll be home by bedtime. Wow. Yeah. Everything a suburban mom and dad could want. <laughs> yeah, check out the poster All right, here. Let me that, see. That it's going to be on May 11 and we're going to do two shows. Ah, look at that. That looks awesome. Yeah, we're going to do two shows. One at Very 7, cool. one at 8.30. They're going to be 75 minutes each. I'll be hosting it and we've got uh, three comedians. It's Jim James. That's awesome. Jim James, you might have uh, recognized that name. He's the owner of Park Street Books, mm-hmm. and he's also a former comedian. I don't think people know that. I don't think a lot that. of people know that, yeah. Yeah. So he was a runner-up in the Kansas City 
Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kathy Ferris, who used to host on the yes. show, and she's also a headliner in her own right. And then Mark Riley, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he was great. He's coming back. And he's um, really stepped into um, kind of being my mentor. Like We drove to Capo Supper mm. Club the other Wednesday together, and uh, he sent me his movie script, which I've read. He asked no for, way. He's, he's asked for notes. So I feel flattered. I'm That's like, awesome. You, like, you, wanna, you want my opinion? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I read that thing, and that was great. Uh, and then he asked me to open for him at Nick's Comedy Stop coming up on Saturday. So That's awesome. So, yeah, so listeners, this yeah. is like a very cool lineup, very cool experience. If you guys like comedy, I mean, this is, I have to say, bringing this type of show and lineup to Medfield at the Zulo Gallery where our live show was. I mean, this is mm-hmm. going to be a really fun night. Yeah, I think so. And uh, we're doing two shows because I learned that this town is starving for entertainment. Yes. You know, this. the suburbs want entertainment without having to go into the city. Mm-hmm. It can be either, it's two ways of looking at it. Oh, we're going into the city. Adventure, excitement. That's my take. Then there's people like my wife. Oh, moan. I'm not going to Boston. <laughs> I'm in Leslie's camp for I sure. <laughs> I just want to go out to dinner. I don't want to go to Boston. But uh, I do understand the, like, that's like that's an hour and a half round trip. Right. That's $30, $30 to park. park. Yeah. Yep. yep. So... Why don't we just, we're like uber comedy. We bring the comedy. Mm-hmm. We come yes. out to you. We deliver. <laughs> exactly. Right? So that's what we're going to do. And uh, so we're exciting. doing two shows because our show, Liz, that we mm-hmm. did three months ago, sold out in a day. Yeah. It was like done, out. Yep. And, and a lot of my friends who assumed that the tickets would be like day of available right. <laughs> were sorely mistaken. Yes, they were. And I... <laughs> I uh, had to, like, you know, slam the door in their face. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have to do that again. No. So uh, we're going to do two shows. Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right. So just like with our live show, we've got a pre sale for the Comedians of Comedy evening. You can get on that by emailing us at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. So I would. Highly recommend doing that because our live show sold almost sold out in the pre-sale. So, again, if you want tickets to this night of Comedians of Comedy, email us at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com and we'll get you on the pre-sale list. And if you miss out on the pre-sale, tickets for both shows will be made available exclusively on our website, smalltownscuttlebutt.com, this Thursday. All right, let's get into what's going on around town, Rick, shall we? Is this the Facebook activity? <laughs> what is it's just there's no shortage of of content on Facebook. It's yeah. just, you yeah. know, for and I, when I mean content, I mean stuff that we can make fun of on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I screenshotted something and texted it to you. And I was like, why do people do this? So someone asked a question, when is April vacation? Mm-hmm. That was responded to the week of April 17th, which is correct. Mm-hmm. It was responded to three more times with the same information. Yeah. Why? People want the point. So weird. It's it, our asked and answered. Asked and answered. Oh, yeah. I love that phrase. <laughs> yes. I love it. I got it. Yep. This befuddles me on, on multiple mm-hmm. levels. First of all, the sender of the message. Guess where you can find this information? The school website. Right. Just go look at it up. Like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> I love that term. That's Don't awesome. ask questions that you can find the answers to mm-hmm. yourself. Or don't ask for someone's advice and then listen to them as they put time and effort and thought into their response and they go, 
yeah, 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 never mind. Right. And then go do your thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you asked me this question so you could just hear what you wanted to hear, and that's not what happened. Right. So you're just going to dismiss me. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, awesome. hey, I'm going to ask a question that's easily on school.com. Right. Or I can go start a conversation about it. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. Don't do it. But the people that respond, there's this neighborly thing like, oh, I want to be helpful. I want to. Yeah. You saw the thread. Yes. You saw all the, the dates just repeated over and over again. And you then made that decision. Right. To say, and for verification, <laughs> I second it. Like I third it. I fourth it. Yeah. Like what? It boggles my mind. It's either like they, they take on the sense of like, I am the authority. If it's, if, yeah. if it, if I put my stamp on this, then you know, it's authentic. It's like, I am the blue check mark. That's kind of what I think it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who these other names are. They <laughs> but can, you can trust me. <laughs> but you can trust me. I am the authority. I am Facebook yeah. authority. It's either that or I'm lonely, which is sad. Yeah. You know, like there's always that back end. Like they just uh, want to be involved in something. I don't got anything going on today. Ooh, a hmm. question. <laughs> I, I can help. <laughs> and I said it in a woman's voice because I don't think any men answered that question. I don't think any men knew. Yeah. knew They're right. It's when, fair. No, dude. <laughs> nor did they care. I should go back to that post and, and see if any dads responded. I'm so glad you asked this question because now I know. <laughs> I don't have to ask my wife. <laughs> I, I'm betting you a coffee. No one, not one dude was on that thing. Oh, my God. That's yeah, awesome. That's funny. Yes. So thank you for that perspective. Now. We've got a bit of a controversy going on in town. No, say it ain't so. I know. This week, it's leaf blower, whistleblower. An email from one of our listeners was getting our take on the leaf blowers. Last week, I think the message was that I was giving was, look, they're necessary evil. Mm-hmm. I get it. They're noisy. They can be dirty. Why don't we regulate that a little bit? Exactly. Right? Just to be more respectful. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that. So we got another email this week related to leaf blower, mm-hmm. I guess, etiquette. So this comes to us from Carlos here in Medfield. And he says, since you are not on Concerned Citizens, I'd like to share this gem. A grown man stood in front of his window and recorded a group of hardworking landscapers cleaning his neighbor's yard and proceeded to blast it. On CCM, which is Concerned Citizens of Medfield, for folks who don't live here. It's a Facebook group filled with horrible people. Mm -hmm. What a terrible neighbor. Mind your business and shut your windows. Another commenter is demanding all leaf blowers to be banned from town and people should just use rakes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) These people are begging for big government to oversee every aspect of their life while imposing their will on others. When there is nothing going on in their lives, the search for conflict is nauseating. I agree, Carlos. Just use rakes? What is it? 1812? We don't need to use rakes anymore. I got some text messages from people Mm. with screenshots. First of all, let's talk about the fact that there's a grown man, a homeowner Mm -hmm. in our town with a phone in his hand, standing at his front window, recording activity on his neighbor's property. But then he posts it for Mm. all to see to make an example of, of how loud it was. Here's an example of how loud leaf blowers are. Because otherwise we wouldn't know. But this guy's doing God's work. Uh, Someone's like, are you being serious? And this person writes, seriously, it is about time that we ban this nonsense. They were here blowing dust around outside my window for five hours and could have hand raked the same square footage three times over in that time. Has this guy ever picked up a rake? Right. Like you got to get in there. Yeah. Right. 
like the stuff settles in mm-hmm. to the gr- someone writes uh also the exhaust from those blowers is so toxic how toxic are they Liz? <laughs> someone else jumps in with more bullshit facts right and figures no attribution just pulling numbers out of their ass these are all a bunch of, and i like to make fun of the moms in town yeah this is all douchebag dads yeah this is obviously dads yeah. i'm coming after you now right this show it's you <laughs> you're in my crosshairs the issue is using a atom bomb when a firecracker will do nice language there what? but but i i write gunk bots in my email <laughs> so i'm not gonna judge uh, push brooms and rakes, and the same hardworking people could get the job done without spewing fine particulate matter gas exhaust. Those machines put out ten to one hundred times as much pollution as your car. That's that's a big that range. Can't, ten, yeah, ten to one hundred. I guess you can't be wrong. Like, is it right. going to rain today? There's a fifty percent chance. <laughs> Uh, and noise. Maybe it would take them 20% longer and then they'd get paid 20% more. Oh, do you want to pick up my bill? Because do you know what it costs? Okay, here's a real small world problem. Do you know what it costs me, Liz, to leaf blow my two-acre lot? Do you tell, Rick. Every fall. They have to come three times, times four guys, times two acres, equals a lot of fucking money. Yes. You want to put 20% more on that because these guys are hand-wrecking? And by the way, 20% longer, this other guy that you're, you're trying to support just said that they could rake it three times over in the same right. amount of time so, so which is it so i'm confused <laughs> well, you you experts are contradicting yourselves mm-hmm. that never happens uh notice that they mostly blow the stuff into the street and then blow it up in the air and most of the stuff they blow they aren't even picking up every week all summer long i see that on our street four guys walking down the street blowing dust fungus spores animal feces fine brake <laughs> lining particulate Fine tire particles into the air for everyone to breathe. It's actually the stuff you don't see that's bad for you. The more you know. I am just flabbergasted at this. I mean, this sounds like a neighbor issue, right? Like if this guy has a has a problem with the length of time these landscapers are out or whatever, can't you just calmly address it with your neighbor? But we don't do that here. <laughs> well, you know what you do is you go to a select board meeting. Mm-hmm. Not just sit on your freaking right. phone surveilling your neighbors and then passing it off to everybody on yes. Facebook. Because we all need to see what your neighbor is doing. That's what you should be doing as an adult, right? I thought we were educated. I thought mm. I thought the uh, I thought the gene pool in this town was pretty good, yeah, lots right? Of college graduates, probably a lot of MBAs or doctorates floating around this town. You got to think the average IQ is at intellectual level or higher, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why are we doing that? By reading CCM, though. <laughs> oh, no, it, well, it's just it's just proves my my point that Facebook is bad for people. It's just bad. Like mm-hmm. people just get condescending. I'm not talking about adults. I don't care about the kids. Oh yeah, and the kids are already <laughs> smart enough to know that Facebook is stupid. Like they've moved on to other things. The the conde- it's it's the gotcha. It's the condescending. Yes. It's the looking down your nose. That's just ad nauseum. Like my favorite thing to see is uh it's it's a it's a condescending remark. It's a backhanded compliment. Someone says something that they don't agree with. You're better than this. Oh God! It's, it's like. No, they're not. Right. They're on Facebook. Yeah. They're is... having an argument on Facebook about something that doesn't even concern them directly. Yeah. They're not better than this because here they are yeah. on Facebook and you're mm-hmm. not better either. Yes. So 
Because you're here. So, see, it's the catch-22. You think you're better. Better than what? This is the lowest of the low. What standard are you holding yourselves to? (laughs) Right. What is that bar? Like, Mm -hmm. the bar is on the floor. I just kicked it. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Oh, my God. Well, this town has no shortage of controversies, Rick, because I see another agenda item here. Men at work. Men at work. There was a post complaining and inquiring about getting the men at work construction signs you know those pop-up orange square signs that say men at work Mm -hmm. when you got someone from dpw Mm -hmm. patching a hole in the road or whatever there was a whole now this is over to the moms right this is upsetting the moms in town Mm -hmm. it was uh, a concern about i guess the diversity equity inclusion right that was being Mm -hmm. uh, ignored with a very uh sexist suggestion that only men are working at that job site (laughs) Well, guess what, Liz? <gasps> there were only men working at oh that job site. <laughs> yeah. How many of those moms uh, have jobs with the DPW? Yeah. That would be none. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know why? You know why the women aren't? It's not that the women aren't allowed to work there. Right. Women just don't want those jobs. Yes. Typically. Typically. I would agree. Most women don't want to push a shovel or mm-hmm. a broom on the side of a road all day. Men will step in and do that. Exactly. Right? Which is fine. I mean, and if a woman wants to have that job, go nuts. Oh, yeah. I've, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't seen woman, yeah. <laughs> a woman with a hard hat and, you know, mm-hmm. a uh, fluorescent yeah. colored reflective vest on the side of a road. I've, I've definitely seen that. But do we have any DPW workers that are identifying as female? No, we don't. So mm-hmm. I don't think we need to waste the money on making new signs. So everybody feels included. No, Liz, you don't need to buy a whole new sign. Oh. You just have to buy a W and an O. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that's offensive, Rick. It's what is it supposed to say? People at work? People at work. Human humans at work. (laughs) Organic beings (laughs) moving things. And I would love to know if we you know find a female DPW worker in this town or another town. Is that woman offended by the men at work sign? I'm guessing she's got bigger issues going on. I bet. <laughs> like we all do. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. Exactly. But this so is ridiculous. This, it is. It is. Okay. I can't talk about Facebook anymore. Okay. All right, Liz. Let's uh, transition. We've got a guest again. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like having guests come yeah. in. Yeah. You know, just brings a different energy. More company. Three's, three's company. Yeah. Right? Three's company. <laughs> I'm Jack. I was just going to say so in this Jack. scenario, you're yeah. Jack. <laughs> you're Janet, right? Are you Janet? Yeah, you made me the ugly one. Uh, you think she was ugly? Joyce DeWitt? Nobody had posters of her in their bedroom, Rick. <laughs> and she also kind of had, was that a mullet? Was that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it okay, was. Okay. Okay. You're Chrissy. Thank Fine. you. Sorry. I'm I'd rather sorry. be dumb than ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, Liz Daly is a role model to look up to. Like, seriously? <laughs> that is a quote. That's an inspirational quote right there. It's going on social media. <laughs> <laughs> the guest is Julie Dershinsky. Your cousin. Yes. Life coach. Yes. Also a Sudbury, Massachusetts resident. I feel Correct. like Sudbury is probably like a sister kind of town, very similar to ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can talk about small town stuff. We can do compare and contrast notes of our town, your town. And yep. then from the life coach perspective, I feel like she could. She could some good advice yeah. for these unhinged people yeah, sure. on social media. The spring season represents renewal, rejuvenation, and a recommitment to that patchy lawn you've wanted to remedy since last year. Now's the time to clean up those sticks and other yard debris, dethatch your grass, edge and mulch those beds, and lay down some fertilizer. 
or let Mario's Lawn Care get your landscaping affairs in order for you. Call Mario for a consultation today. 508-962-2243. If you have kids, you probably have their best interest in mind at all times. You want them to be happy. You want them to grow up to be literate. I'm not a mind reader. I'm just a parent. And I know we all want this for our kids. So bring your kids down to Park Street Books and Toys, the largest children's toy store in New England. They've got a great selection, and if they don't have the book you're looking for, they can get it quicker than that online place that rhymes with Shamazon. Check them out on the web, parkstreetbooks.com. Can I be Lorna? Lorna? Who Who's remembers oh! Lorna? <laughs> she, was, she was like the big titted neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should be Lorna. It's funny, Liz, because I was like, oh, I don't want to be Chrissy. I'm, I, I want to be Janet, the smart <laughs> one. So we're completely opposite. And so then funny. I thought, Lorna. Yes, yes. She had a thing for Jack, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> when I was growing up, like I'm talking like before junior high, it was on after school, like before dinner. Like yeah. maybe, it was? Yeah, like four oh, o'clock, yes. like the reruns and stuff. Th that's not an experience like our kids would have no. these days, no, right? No, not like, at all. Nor would they ever make a show like that in these fact, days. Yeah. I, I remember being at a friend's house and she said, I'm not allowed to watch Three's Company. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> this is the best show. Right. Like, How about all the jokes about Jack Tripper being gay? That's from why Mr. they would, Roper. They would mm -hmm. never make that show these days because oh. one, there's someone pretending to be gay so we can live with two women, which is an odd premise. Yeah. Chrissy and her little teddies. Like yes. Yeah. Jack sneaking <laughs> I, into her room at night. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I don't want to. I don't want to tarnish the memory of the show. It's a good show. Good show. For good the show. Time. We got you a t-shirt, guy. Okay. Yes, and ever since the live show, Rick refers to you as cousin Julie, like some type oh. of hillbilly. <laughs> Guys, I have to say, the live show was out of this world. Oh, thank you. You guys did such a, such a rock star job with that. Thank I you. loved thank it. You. Do more of fun. those. Let's circle back. Julie, what is the scuttlebutt going on in Sudbury these days? And how does it compare to Medfield? That's what Rick and I want to know. The scuttlebutt in Sudbury these days. Well, we've got a big town meeting coming up. Oh, geez. <laughs> big one. We had to vote on a budget override. So way over budget. We've exhausted all possibilities um, to find money. So the vote was for an override, basically, for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Do we, the people of Sudbury, want to pay an extra $300 a year for a new fire truck and to ensure our kids can still have a school bus to ride on? Oh, yeah, the school bus. Are they contemplating charging school bus fees for oh, you uh, guys? We pay $800 a year Wait, because what? we live... If you live within two miles as the crow flies, mm -hmm. there's no sidewalks. So my kids can't walk to school. Yeah. And they're seven and nine. We pay, it caps out at like $784 a year. Mm -hmm. But per kid, it's three something. Um, so we pay that. But that's not the issue. Oh. The issue is no school buses, period, for seventh and eighth graders. So the middle school, every single parent, every single working parent has to be dropping off and picking up their children. And if you live beyond uh, within two miles, the option to pay mm -hmm. is gone. You just don't have a bus. Oh my God. And now I know your town is very into like green and, you know, climate. Yeah. Control, sustainability. And right. Yeah. Sustainability. Yeah. How, I mean, Asking every parent to drop their child off at school every day seems to not 
align with that philosophy. <laughs> that blows my mind. It doesn't align with that philosophy. And then, like, the afternoons, right? Mm-hmm. Sudbury, like, even though we joke about how affluent of a town is, like, it's a lot of two-parent working households. Yeah. So the scuttlebutt leading up to the election mm-hmm. is... Like, Good use out. of the word scuttlebutt. <laughs> See what I did there? Yep. <laughs> um, you know, get out there and vote. And so people rage, rightfully so, mm-hmm. on social media about getting out there. Yeah. I'm always shocked at the low turnout when the actual day comes. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. Yeah. Um, so that kind of proves my theory that people just like to rail on social but when push comes to shove like they're not willing to do much beyond that and when i say they like it's the people that go to the local facebook pages and just rant and rant and rant Mm -hmm. like what we were talking about before so earlier rick and i were talking about the um controversy around the use of leaf blowers in this town Mm -hmm. and there's this whole facebook Mm -hmm. thread about judging people who use leaf blowers and advocating for raking yes so you see that in sudbury as well absolutely i forgot about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. is there nothing safe right (laughs) like nothing's good for us yeah right nothing julie we were talking about a guy who who recorded video of his neighbor getting serviced by guys with leaf blowers mm-hmm. that sounded weird i know can we rephrase that at any time anytime you say a guy getting serviced it's usually there. yes all right all right uh, landscapers blowing leaves off the guy's yard <laughs> <laughs> yeah recording this and then posting it on facebook and then just going off on a tirade about how it's polluting the air and the noise and all that stuff just Think not about what's going on outside, but what's going on in this guy's living room. Oh. And then in as a life coach, yeah. what's your take on the person, the kind of person that takes video of their activities going on at their neighbor's house and then posting it on Facebook and then condemning that neighbor? What's going on there, would you say? And, and how would you, if you were sitting down with this person, what would you do to maybe finesse mm. whatever the hell's going on there? Mm. Good question. Yeah, we have a lot of that in Sudbury too. A lot of a lot of video shaming, post to social media. By adults. A lot during COVID. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. During COVID, if people were seen unmasked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, honestly, <laughs> I I would like to sit down with said individual and get curious with him, her, mm-hmm. them yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> about mm-hmm. what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a that's a a person who's, I, in my opinion, deeply unhappy mm-hmm. um, and deeply conflicted. And so they're projecting this inner rage um, on the outside world. And I would also want to ask, like, what outcome, like, what are we going for here? Like, what does success look like with posting that video? What are you, what are, what, what's going to, what's it going to take for you to say, I've been successful with my mission? Now, that person might say, all the leaf blowers come off the shelves at Home Depot and everybody starts raking again. Great. Mm-hmm. But is there a better way to achieve that outcome? Is there some activism or advocacy you could do that doesn't involve public shaming? Like, how can we honor that value of sustainability, environmentalism without being a dick? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Have you ever said to one of your clients, 
stop being a dick. <laughs> there are times when I will, when I'm sort of designing an alliance with a new client and I say, you know, I'm very genuine and open and empathetic, but I'm also direct. So mm-hmm. like permission to call you out on your bullshit if I think you're being a dick. And mm-hmm. most nine times out of 10, um, the answer I get is like, yes, please. Absolutely. I haven't had to do it yet. So we'll see when push comes to yep. shove. Um, what sort of reaction I would get. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people would want to come see you to be called out on exactly. their bullshit. You so know? it's a safe space right. to, to have a you know, bullshit alert. Mm-hmm. So when you see crazy Facebook posts, do you ever respond from like a coaching perspective? Like, here's maybe another way to think about it. Or are you like, I can't even get involved in this. I just, there's not enough hours in the day. I usually just shove another handful of popcorn in my mouth and just like, here we go. Giddy up. Um, No, a lot of times, like for me, I'll have to self-manage. So I have this skill that I use. I use it with myself, my kids, my husband, but I use it with clients a lot. And it's called like pause, notice, and choose. And so when I see something or hear something that enrages me or I want to just like be really flippant or, you know, um, I pause. That might mean like taking a beat, might mean taking a deep breath, counting to three or five or whatnot. And then I kind of notice like what's going on in my body. So I read this Facebook post that, that I can feel like my gut clenching and mm-hmm. I'm getting all tense and my face is scrunching and I have so many different zingers that I mm-hmm. can respond. Yep. And then I choose and I choose and I would coach a lot of clients to do this, like choose how to respond in a way that kind of goes back to honoring my value of compassion mm-hmm. or empathy. Cause I think most people's instincts on social media, we talked about this earlier, like immediate response, right? Like, there's this forum, I have a feeling, and I'm going to get it out, mm-hmm. right? And then that just fuels the fire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, sometimes people do it at work, mm-hmm. which is a really bad place to, to yeah. do it, you know? But like you said, you know, I have moments throughout my day, every day, whether it's at work, with my kids, social media, whatever, that annoy me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, being very deliberate about how you respond to those moments, and I think through... A lot of times I have not handled like moments with my kids using that philosophy. And then afterwards I'm like, I really could have handled that better. So yeah, just recognizing like, how are you reacting to this and what is going to serve the situation best? Is it me blowing up? Is it me deescalating? Is it me walking away? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And don't, I mean, do as I say, not as I do. Right. right? We're right. all, we're all <laughs> human. We're all a work in progress. <laughs> yep. Everything you say is great, but if you miss step one, the ship has sailed. You've you went nuts on this person because you didn't do all those other things, mm. and that's that's the whole. That's it right there. Like you swing and a miss. You missed the mm-hmm. opportunity. Now look at you. You've you've lost it. You're in that Facebook argument, or you're ranting about something, or you're just flicking the person mm-hmm. off in the car, right? Because you didn't do that. How do you? train somebody to make sure that that is step one yeah I mean I think like anything it's it's practice over perfection and our brain is a muscle and so it takes repetitive motion and repetitive practice to kind of strengthen that muscle and a lot of times with clients you know in be- a lot of the coaching happens in between sessions so like I always say my, my I'm happy if I coach myself out of a job because that means I've taught my clients to coach themselves, right? And to kind of have Julie on their shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, So it takes practice. Um, And I also think there's learning in everything. So like the judgment when we do 
behave in a way that we're not proud of or that goes against everything we've learned. Like there's learning even in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, I, which I think is really important and I have to kind of coach myself a lot is when I'm, you know, when we're in these like offense, defense, kind of blame, shame spiral, a lot of times I'll say, kind of, it drives my husband batshit when I do this. I'll say, <laughs> honey, is it more important for you to be right here or is it more important for us to find a way forward? Mm. It's like, <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> right? Because that's what we all want to do. And so if you think about those Facebook posts, it's yeah. like nobody's nobody is going to all of a sudden comment or reply and be like, oh, you're right. I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So mm-hmm. I think in all, in all cases, like diffuse, process, think about what, think about how we want to move forward and not about being right. And that's really hard. Well, Julie, thank you for sharing your small town stories. Uh, Thank you for giving Rick some free coaching. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, awesome. So, all right, folks, if you liked uh, what you heard from Julie and think you could benefit, I think we all could benefit from some coaching. In fact, do you look at coaching Julie? So like the comedian Howie Mandel says everybody could benefit from therapy. He's like a big fan of therapy. Do you sort of feel like everyone, regardless of how quote unquote together they think their life is, could benefit from having like an outside perspective? Really? Because coaching is all about like an intervention, right? Mm-hmm. An intervention to get unstuck um, or to remove blockers. And we all have those. So. Right. Awesome. Yeah, the so, person who doesn't think they need it is probably the person who mostly needs absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well Their blocker said. is denial. Right, right. Yes. yes. So check out Julie's website, which is juliederashinsky.com, and learn more about uh, coaching and, you know, what it could bring to your life. And let's see. All right, Rick, Comedians of Comedy. All right. Comedians of Comedy, presented by Small Town Scuttlebutt and sponsored by Park Street Books. Catch a show at the Zulo Gallery in Medfield on Thursday, May 11th. Showtimes are 7 and 8.30. Tickets are now available to members of our email list. You can get on that by emailing us at smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. Otherwise, tickets for both shows will be made available exclusively on our website, smalltownscuttlebutt.com, this Thursday. And don't forget, Rick is going to be at the Bell in Hand tonight in Faneuil Hall. That's where it is, right, Rick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, April 11th, and then he'll be at Nick's Comedy Stop on Saturday night, April 15th. So check out those shows. And as always, please hit us up on our grievance line if you've got something you want to share, smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt. And please, if you like what you hear, go to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe so people know where to find us. And, you know, everybody should really hear these pearls of wisdom, I think. So thanks always for listening. Listeners, see you next week. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.